This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor. Yo, 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 yo. It's Our Lifestyle podcast, also known as OLP, coming at you guys with episode 239. You heard that right. And this one will be a little bit unique. Gonna intro solo, as I had mentioned last week. And uh, have a little bit of a condensed episode. Mr. Greg Miller from Custom Car Show Productions will join us to give us some key show updates for Scraping the Coast 2021, which is the 19th annual event. We can't thank that team enough for the support that they've given us over the years uh, and to be our title sponsor, Custom Car Show Productions. So looking forward to you guys hearing the audio with Greg here shortly. Now, the overview of this episode is brought to you by Graphics Mafia. Uh, Oftentimes, depending on the type of business that you're in, or let's say you're a club and you need stickers or decals, uh, look no further than Graphics Mafia. That's G-R-A-P-H-I-X, mafia.com. They're on TikTok. They're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, you name it. But uh, their website, they have free shipping on U.S. orders over $25, And they can do all kinds of things, including the handle names for Instagram and things like that to put on your truck, car, you name it. Uh, They also have a cool, uh, a lot of other things that they offer that uh, you can just pick up, you know, as stocking stuffers and things like that, like bad boy stickers, you name it. So thanks to Hey Buddy and Ryan at Graphics Mafia, good people. So um, this one, like I said, is going to be a little shorter. I'll zoom through a few updates. I know we sometimes say that, but literally uh, this week I'll be away from home. And uh, although I'll still be working, I'm just not going to have the normal routine where Mike and I will be able to link up. But we certainly appreciate everyone that continues to rock with us. I want to plug our YouTube channel. We've really put the pedal down with putting out a lot more content there. So you're going to continue to see where we'll make our way through all 269 issues of Mini Trucking Magazine, and some of you might go, well, A, I know I've seen them all, right, or whatever. Now, the one thing I would tell you is we're also, I will also go through other magazines, so I kind of had a little bit of a break there with some of the Mini Truckins, and I went through the Truck Trends Magazine, went through a couple of Truckins, told a few stories, there's the video out there with Ron Perkins from Hammered Weekend Wear, where we talk about his builds, but you're going to continue to see that channel evolve. So uh, we get a ton of downloads here, a ton of listens. So thank you to the, uh, you know, the many fine folks like you guys that are listening right now. But uh, if you can do us a huge favor, go on YouTube, type in Our Lifestyle Podcast, hit that subscribe if you can, and that will help us out. We're trying to get to 1,000, which will allow us to then monetize, uh, which is not easy. And then obviously, you know, putting the pedal down and really, I've said this before on the channel, uh, we have to thank a lot of people like Jeremy at Built to Cruise, you know, Frank at Custom Life, Brian at, you know, Grinder TV, Jeff at Mini Garage. I know I'm probably forgetting some others, but those are the few that come to mind with all of the awesome content that's out there. Like Matt, Mini Truck Matt, uh, he's got a channel, he's doing his damn thing, so uh, and again, I'm sure, I'm sure there's some other ones, but again, those are the ones at least right now when I'm recording that come to mind. So thank you to those, you know, good people that 
have inspired us to kind of say, hey, how can we do additional stuff? And you guys, if you know me, I don't like to stay still for very long at all. So, you know, I'm going to keep chugging along and um, that's what we're going to do. We're going to grow that channel on YouTube. Now, the scene updates. If you're at um, or if you attended last weekend, TriStar Tradition or Dropped and Destroyed, I really hope that you guys had fun out there. Uh, it was cool having Aaron back on last episode to talk a little bit about Dropped and Destroyed 18th Annual, which is awesome. Uh, I saw a few people on social media that said they were headed up there, so that is fantastic. They're also on Instagram. I think we plugged it whenever he was on, but if you type in drop, G-R-O-P-T, out, com, so it was supposed to be like dropped out, com, or so it's actually D-R-O-P-T, out, com, on Instagram. You can kind of see some of the stuff and, and some of the photos that they were tagged in. So good stuff there. Now, TriStar Tradition, I know Riffy's Hot Rods is uh, partnered up on that one. And I had wanted to have Jeffrey Dillard on, but to be totally honest, I just ran out of time and it just did not work. So uh, we certainly hope that you guys had a fantastic time. TriStar Tradition is on Instagram. Uh, just type that in. It'll pop up and uh, you'll see that it was May 29th and 30th. And it was presented by Riffy's Hot Rods and Restorations. They obviously come out to Orange Beach Invasion every year, and I love seeing it. It was in Lewisburg, Tennessee. And uh, if all goes well, then what we'll be able to do is is highlight that show a little bit um, as we get closer to the event next year. So uh, big ups to all those, you know, the kinfolk out there that, that go to shows and, and do the damn thing. Now, we pride ourselves on knowing, you know, as much as we can about the truck scene whether it's past, present, or future, and we bring a lot of stories to you guys. But this one update, you know, th this kind of is something I did not know, and, you know, it's an unfortunate thing. But last, uh, kind of tail end of last week, probably I think Friday night, I had a post ready on Instagram that, of course, goes to Facebook, and it was of the guy Derek uh, Venstras, I think is how you say it, or Veen, Veenstras. V e e n s t r a s, that um, that Mazda that was on the cover of March of '99 mini truck and dude, I've always loved that truck. You know the color, the tweed, a little bit of sculpture on the door panels. You know different how it had the whole bed welded shut, and uh, just the colors of that one. And uh, you know it was always, you know I don't know the story behind this, but it was labeled as the $6,500 cover truck, bonus low buck. Uh, tech tips. Of course, I was a lot younger then, and you know when you see that, you're like, "Oh man, a cover truck, sixty five hundred dollar, you know, build." And I would look at that and go, "Man, body dropped." I think seventeens tweed. Uh, obviously, you know they talked a lot in there about all the block sanding that they did to get the truck straight. But what um, that sparked, man, just you know a lot of engagement, and and I appreciate everyone that that chimes in. I mean, with our responses. You know, we're up to almost a hundred comments, and uh, that's that's amazing to me. I love sparking a, a conversation, and of course, I started it with regardless of what anyone tells me. Dot dot dot. This is one of the goats, and you know, I mean that because you know, there's some things. You know how I don't really engage in the whole hip hop, like who's the greatest of all time or who's the top ten list, because at the end of the day, all it is, it, it's just a discussion, right? Because it's whatever is in your mind you know, that's the way you see it, you know, kind of like the old saying, the customer's always right, right? Even if the customer's wrong in their mind, 
you know, if they're not going to do business with you anymore, you know, maybe you lost their business, whatever. So the customer's always right. That motto to me kind of carries over to these top 10 list or whatever. But, you know, I meant that with all, you know, respect, you know, to this badass NC truck. I've always loved it. I mean, the color to me just, just captured everything with it. You know, the engine bay was so clean, had some chrome and, um, always enjoyed looking at that feature, that cover feature. Of course, Courtney shot it, but when I posted it, uh, the homie Jeff from Devious Customs, which I got to get him on this podcast. I had him on the Lincoln Attic podcast, and, and Jeff's been doing this stuff a long, long time. And he had chimed in, and uh, he basically said, you know, I missed that dude, RIP. And I was like, damn, I didn't realize he he had passed. And, um, you know, a couple other people chimed in, and they, they kind of said the same thing. I know uh, Tim Berendez, he chimed in, former guest. I remember meeting Derek when I lived in Fresno for a while working at Belltech, and he always talked about building this truck. It had been a few years later that he finally got started and built this awesome Mini. It was a little rough under the skin, but they all are back in those garage build days. Super good guy. Bummer we lost him so early, RIP, uh, DV. So... You know, that's that's the one thing, you know, that we always preach on this podcast. You know, life is short, so go out there, have fun, do the things you want to do. And, uh, you know, if you want to go for it, go for it like, you know, he did with this build. But, you know, when we find out that someone has passed away or we didn't know, you know, some of these guys, they maybe, you know, weren't in the, you know, the forefront or the limelight as much as maybe some of the other builders. So, uh, you know, we appreciate Jeff sharing that intel with us, but you know, rest in peace to him. And uh, you know, really just wanted to uh, kind of mention that truck. I mean, literally, you know, me being a fan of blue, like obviously had the blue S10, had the blue Suburban, have the blue Lincoln, and it's just my favorite color. And and just that truck, man, it captured so much for me. You know, especially at that young age, back in '99, seems like forever ago, a lifetime ago. And rest in peace to Derek, you know what I mean? Okay, that's all the scene updates I'm going to cover this week. And got to say, uh, thanks to Garage Gear Clothing for the continued support. You can go to garagegearclothing.com. They have free shipping in the U.S. If you're looking to get your significant other a gift, look no further than Garage Gear. They're also on TikTok, Facebook, of course, and good old Instagram. Love the YouTube videos that they do, so they give back. A lot of these shows, they're out there with their cameras, and they're taking awesome video, and Lonnie does a fantastic job. Garage Gear Clothing, go show them some love. All right, key show updates. Uh, this one, the only one I'm going to really cover because we've got Greg on in a few minutes to talk about Scraping the Coast, so thanks to him for taking that time. I really wanted to, uh, with it, you know, we're basically now in the month of June, so for the next... Yeah, give or take eight weeks, you're going to hear us talk a lot about this show, Relaxing in the Northwest, The Awakening, okay? They're on Instagram, Relaxing in the NW. They're, of course, on Facebook. And uh, this event is uh, obviously was impacted last year because of COVID, and it is on and popping this year. It's going to be July 28th through... August 1st in Medford, Oregon. Now, they're technically moving the event, as Ron recently shared with us from Hammered Weekend Wear. However, it's not a bad thing because it's going to be a super easy drive from, I think it's the Medford Airport. And if I remember correctly, Ron told me it's only about 45 minutes or so. 
which is fantastic. Now, I went up there in 2019. It was actually my 2019 uh, pick of the year for show, for the show of the year. And, man, we had a blast. There were so many people. Uh, Nick at Night drove all the way from Southern uh, Southern Cali in the tandem Axel Hardbody repping the Colorado Custom Wheels. Got a chance to meet him out there among so many other good kinfolk. He drove all the way north, literally in his mini, to be up there. And there's so many good people. I'm looking forward to relaxing in the NW the awakening and this one they're kind of spun it to the reawakening and i like that because they were uh impacted last year because of covid and uh all of the you know the, the restrictions and shutdowns and whatnot but relax it at the nw uh, i know i've already talked to a couple of homies that are planning to fly up there as i am this is one where uh, hopefully i'll just m- maybe fly up there thursday evening or afternoon get there obviously save a few hours flying out and then come home Sunday morning if, if you're looking to just to get away maybe you've been cooped up maybe you you know in your state or your area you know things have been shut down listen it's the summer like I said a few minutes ago do the shit you want to do this is a show that I tell you what you go up there you get a room maybe you camp you know we'll have more information about it but uh, get a rental car or whatever split it with the homies or the chicas And let's go up there and have a damn good time. I tell you what, the feel of it, the vibe of it was just amazing. The Forbidden Fantasy uh, kinfolk, they really uh, took care of us uh, or took care of me last year or two years ago, you know, with food and just hanging out and just the camaraderie. So, you know, to Brian and Frank and all those good kinfolk up there, Uh, a lot of good clubs, you know, there were NR folks there and so many others, including sitting pretty and just all of the good folks that are associated with the, with those guys, but relax it in the NW also known as the awakening looking forward to this one. All right. The key show updates brought to you by the West coast influence. If you want a mini truck style documentary on DVD or Blu-ray, look no further than mini truckfilm.com. Go out there, order today. Let let a radar know that our lifestyle podcast sent you. Okay. Uh, podcast updates, not a lot to share. Just want to reinforce that you can leave us a rating if you're on an iPhone or iOS device. Just go to the pre-installed podcast app, tap on library, select OLP, of course, scroll all the way down and tap the five stars. We're over 230 five-star ratings. We appreciate it. You can also write a review if you leave your Instagram or your name. We will gladly give you a shout out in the future. The out of air slash pleasure paradise gear is, as I mentioned last week, anticipated to uh, ship hopefully before scraping the coast. As soon as we get uh, the confirmation from Graphic Disorder that it's shipped to us, we started this recently. We'll blast an email out to everyone and um, let you know that they're coming to us. And then, you know, obviously they take a few days to get to us. Mike and Shannon bag, tag, and fold and ship. And then, boom, you'll, ha- of course, have your tracking number. So thanks to all the support there. Podcast updates brought to you by Joey at Get Decked. I'll tell you time and time again, if you want your vehicle on a skate deck, hit up Joey. He'll take care of you. Many of these shows have gotten on board with um, either taking their show artwork and putting it onto a deck or even doing awards like what Joey's done for us, our Minis on the Rise awards. He did something like 10 decks for us and at different shows throughout the um, throughout the year, including Scraping the Coast, and then, of course, Slam Fest, as we just talked uh, with Jonathan, 
I didn't reinforce, but at Slamfest we'll have our minis on the rise pick, and it could just be our favorite mini there. It could be one that's you know pushing hard to get done. Uh, you name it, so it's our choice. But Joey at Get Deck takes care of those for us. He is always on point, and he'll come through like the woo. Big ups to Joey at Get Decked. Hit him up on Facebook for more. Okay, Airhead Nation updates. Really only just have one. This is pretty cool. Adam Tripp from The Spark Show, one of our favorite shows in the country, Sevierville, Tennessee, every August. You have to be sleeping under a rock not to know what The Spark Show is. Love what Adam and Dizzy and all the partners do with that event. Uh, We've been up there the last few years. We will not miss it. And uh, Adam Tripp from The Spark Show, he posted late last week, we close on our new forever home today together with Mark and Mom. Very excited for this next step. And uh, it's always cool. I love when, you know, people, you know, show the success and the fruits of the labor, so to speak, on Facebook and uh, super excited for the homie. Adam Tripp's a good dude. And, of course, I had to, um, you know, to post on there. I don't know if he he got what I was saying. I said, can I borrow it? (laughs) And, of course, he came back and said, I can stay anytime I need to. So I think uh, he, he he got the invite or he got the joke maybe. But congratulations, Adam Tripp from the Spark Show on that purchase. And the Airhead Nation updates is brought to you by Hammered Weekend Wear. Uh, I know we push a lot of different brands, but Hammered Weekend Wear arguably is on the biggest, baddest road trip in mini truck history. He's hitting, I think it's over 30 shows in one run. And uh, you can visit him throughout the country at these different events. Uh, You can actually go on uh, Hammered. H-A-M-M-E-R-D, WeekendWear.com, and you can look at the 2021 Hammered U.S. World Tour, and the next one's going to be June 4th through the 6th, Lowdown at Homestead Hollow, which is the week after Memorial Day weekend. So uh, swing by or just purchase gear online, and he will ship it directly to you. Him and Hank, they will take care of you. They've got a lot of different awesome options, including hats, shorts, accessories, stickers, and, of course, their famous T-shirts, which I cannot get enough of. I love the tank tops, personally. Tell Ron uh, during pre-order that you want a tank top or order a tank top, and uh, you'll be set to go, man. Got to show the guns, you know what I mean? So thanks to Hammered. Weekend wear. Okay, throwback term of the week. Uh, this one, I just wanted to say thanks to everyone last week. We, um, I took some time and I was acknowledging the 30th anniversary of NWA's 91 album, right? It's spelled backwards, but it's Homies for Life, basically, is the edited way to say it. And uh, that one had dropped on May 28th, 91. Of course, Dre had already left. But what was ironic is uh, his production was literally the whole entire album. So I know Yella also was you know, a co-producer, but basically Dre and Yella produced that one. But Dre had already left. Of course, he was on his um, you know, quest to leave after Cube did, and then you know, Death Row, and I've talked a little bit about that in the past. But I say that because you know, it'd be easy for me just to go, hey, I'm going to post a throwback, you know, and say, hey, you know, 30 years ago today. 30 is a pretty big milestone. But, of course, you know, my creative juices were going. And um, I love vintage car stereo stuff. Now, I don't collect it, 
but I love anything vintage, really vintage advertising, vintage magazines. You guys know I'm a fiend, but this was pretty cool. I've done this in the past, not necessarily with a vintage ad, but a vintage Alpine. And with this one, I took three of vintage uh, car head units. Two were tape cassettes. One included DAT, which was digital audio tape. And then the other one was the CD player, that 7800F. And I posted that and said, it's the early 90s, or I said decisions. It's the early 90s. What's your choice? 30 years ago today, homies for life drops, and you got to decide on tape or CD, go compact disc or keep rocking the cassettes. And man, there was a lot of engagement, over 50 comments with our responses. But uh, a 720 era brand, he got the little hashtag uh, which I put, I put till I caught him in my car trying to steal an Alpine, and of course he came back with that. The boy JD was a friend of mine, <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Thanks to 720 brand, 720 era brand, uh, for always uh, you know supporting us. But man, we had a lot of engagement. Man, Vulcan Specialties, uh, you know the whole the homie there, uh, he chimed in. And uh, so many others, even Ronnie from C10 Talk, man, problems of the 90s talking about, hey, I only had cassettes because at the time it was, you know, obviously it was all about the money, but he also says, uh, hey, can I have those scratch CDs? So it's funny when you think back to that era, like a lot of people commented and said, man, CDs used to skip. And and I remember that, like when the bass would hit, I mean, I kind of had forgot about when the bass was hitting hard, the the CDs would skip, but you know, I remember when the companies were also marketing, hey, this memory CD where, you know, it it's reading the CD and, and you know, like if you, it, it won't skip because of this technology and stuff. So uh, it's pretty cool. But to see all of the, the comments, like uh, Nikki's 713, which is uh, one of the homies now from out west that lives here, uh, he commented... And I saw him at Made a Steel show. He says that brings back some memories. So, uh, pretty cool stuff. And, and appreciate um, even Trevor Car- uh, Carlson. You know, he commented, and so many other people did. So, appreciate that. I mean, that's what we're all about here: bringing back some good memories, paying homage to the old school. But the throwback term of the week this week is just simply vintage Alpine. Okay, and it's brought to you by our family at Colorado Custom Wheels. If you're in the need for some billet wheels, a billet steering wheel, billet rearview mirror, look no further. I said last week, there's no better shine in the billet arena than Colorado Customs. So thanks so much to Michael and team. And your hard-earned money is going to go to a company that prides itself on great customer service. They will take care of you. Michael, uh, I consider him a friend, but... He is a great guy, great family, and uh, those guys hustle hard. ColoradoCustom.com. Okay, uh, what's trending in social media? Um, the only thing I was going to bring up here was, you know, we're getting ready to roll into audio with Greg Miller, but Doug Johnson had an awesome post, and we recently gave him a huge shout-out. You know, Doug Johnson, with his company, they do fantastic, uh, like these acrylic awards, and he does a lot of different stuff. Uh, in the early days of the podcast, you know, I would talk, you know, as much as I could about Doug, and it was aftermath designs. And I know Mike recently kind of said, I do think that he uh, changed his brand name. But if you look at aftermath designs on Instagram, I mean, that's where he's he still is now back to posting there. And uh, I really love all of the stuff that he's been doing. I mean, he's been doing shows east to west. I know 
the DeCorvers with Sparks in the Park. They also uh, teamed up with them. But I want to give Doug a huge shout-out because he's uh, doing a lot for Greg Miller and some of their shows. And this uh, post was awesome. He says, so effing grateful. Just picked up a new client that is going to fill a hole in my work schedule, and I think it's going to allow me to quit my job. I will, for the first time, be full-time in my own shop 24 hours a day, seven days a week, if I want to be. Not sure if it's going to pan out on numbers exactly, but there is a lot of light at the end of this COVID tunnel. Thank you to all the promoters that helped me over the past year of having shows. And he also goes on to say uh, so much, or thank you to Greg Miller for putting me to work when I started. Robbie Bryant, uh, you aren't far behind on my list of thank yous. So, you know, really good stuff. Uh, You know, there's a lot of choices. I mean, we love Welch's Shop Shop. Uh, I love what uh, Aftermath Designs does. And, of course, we talked about Joey at Skate uh, at, uh, Get Decked. But if you're a show promoter or you're a brand and, you know, you want to partner up with these guys, you know, reach out to them, man. Because, I mean, they're people. Doug has crisscrossed this country delivering awards. And uh, he does a great job with what he does. And, uh, you know, I'm he's one of my brothers. But at the same time, there's a lot of good people in the scene that you can rely upon when you need to get shit done. And Aftermath Designs is one of those. So uh, big ups to Doug, Mr. Doug Johnson. I think that's it, man. Maybe a record for me, a little less than 30 minutes. We appreciate all the support. This is 239. We're going to come back next week with 240. The big 240. The big 40. But we'll be back. Hopefully you had a safe Memorial Day weekend. Some of you guys may be still on vacation. Be safe this weekend, ODB. Let's roll in to the audio with Greg Miller. Stay on the rise. We got you. Peace. Yo, yo. So as I mentioned, we got Greg Miller on this week. We're talking about scraping the coast, one of the biggest, baddest shows in the country. Dude, Greg, I know you're excited for STC. What's This is the 19th annual, right? Yeah, this is the 19th annual, yes. Dude, so so much work goes into it. I remember you know, last year seeing you around there. I mean, there's a lot that goes into a mega event like Scraping the Coast. What are you most excited about this year, man? Just the same as always, man. Just ready to see everybody at the show. You know, we, we got some different things this year. Uh, we got the uh, top 10 mini trucks uh, we're, we're doing, and we're getting a lot of feedback from uh, a lot of badass mini trucks that are coming from all over the United States for the prizes on that. We're also excited that uh, Frank from Red Tide Draws is coming. And, we, you know, last year with coming into out of COVID uh, there, we had to cut back on a lot of the uh, activities, which was hydraulic competition and the, the burnout contest and all that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're able to, we're able to pull all those off again this year. So, uh, excited to see all that coming back, mainly just seeing people, man, just get, finally getting out and, and, uh, seeing a lot of faces that we haven't seen in a while. Well, dude, it's, it's always an amazing event. And like, to your point, even though you guys had to, you know, trail some of that stuff off last year because of the COVID restrictions, it still was just amazing event. And uh, talk to us a little bit about the mini truck awards, right? So, or, or the cash prizes, like how is that going to work? And you know, how many people, how many trucks are kind of in the running for that? Well, what we're doing is we're doing the top 10 mini trucks. Okay. Okay. And the top 10 mini trucks are going to get 
it's a billet award that we're having Jason Hancock from Bill Accessory Direct, bad. He's he's building each person a billet award, and each person will win a hundred dollars. Nice. And then the best of so many will win the big old surfboard. So it's like a six foot tall surfboard, and they'll win five hundred dollars. Amazing. Um, yep. And then, uh, but I know, like I said, like I said, I've since we started this, we've had a lot, a lot of really badass trucks come out and about and register for this. And so we're expecting a lot of badass custom mini trucks this year. Yeah, and you know when you think about you know a thousand plus the five hundred best, you know that fifteen hundred bucks, but then you have all these awards on it, you know in addition to it, plus the Jason Feltham, you know surfboard. It just goes to show like how scraping the coast continues to give back, and it's no easy feat to do that, right? Because you know there's a lot involved, but um, you know even though people don't, a lot of us don't go to shows for awards. You start throwing that kind of stuff out there, man. Like you said, you start getting the ears perking up, going, "Huh? Now, now, how far is Biloxi again?" So I'm excited to see, you know, all these cool, tr- you know, killer trucks that come out because of this. Right. So that's yeah, good um, yeah, that's that's the one thing we have done as as we got bigger and bigger throughout the years is is, is we've always said that you know give back to the give back to the scene. You know, so we we don't out on the awards. We spend a lot of money on the awards. You know, Jason Feltham does an awesome job on all those awards. Uh, Gooch, he does our Promoter's Choice Awards and several other awards for us. Oh, Josh, uh, Welch's Chop Shop does some badass awards for us. Doug Johnson does all of our, you know, class awards. So we we really go above and beyond when it comes to the awards. We we want to show our appreciation to everybody for coming out. Yeah, you definitely do. And, I mean, some of those boards, I remember when Juan came from California a few years ago and it was like, man, how are you going to get this stuff home? But it does it does really show, like, when you go to this event and, and for anybody that hasn't made it out, I mean, you got to go this year. It's, it's the weekend before July 4th weekend, so kind of makes it a little bit easier. Some of you guys will, will have some vacation time. You'll potentially be taken, but it's the 25th, 26th, 27th, but – of June, when you go to this event and you see like how much it's grown and you see all these vehicles there, to me, Greg, it's really cool to see a show promoter like you that says, you know what, here's what we're going to do. We're going to budget some of these funds uh, to not only do these amazing awards, but we're going to do some cash awards on top of it and things like that. Now, when you think about all the different mix, you got the classics, the full sizes, the lifted trucks, the minis. I mean, there's just an amazing mix. Are you hearing any trends like this year? Are you hearing about you know some hot rods that are going to come out? Is is extensive going to be out there again? Yes, extensive is going to be out there. I'm not even sure what they're bringing yet. Uh, I just got fun with them uh, earlier this week, and they are 100% going to come out. And I've seen some of the stuff that they've been building, and I know what they got in the works right now. So. I have a pretty good idea, but I just don't want to say right now. Good. Um, good. Yeah, because they always bring a cool mix. Like out front of theirs, you'll see the hot rods, you'll see some minis or you know full size trucks and stuff. So that that it's always a good yep. little spot that they got out there. Yep, they always mix it up pretty good. Oh yeah. But yeah, we got we got we always got our hot rod group. They'll come out, and I mean, there's, there's, there's it's always a wide variety of everything. If there's if there's something you're into, you're going to see it out there. 
Oh, yeah. Now, let's say from a showgoer standpoint, right? Because a lot of times we're behind the scenes or we're coming in the back end entrance or, you know, we might be even be there on Thursday evening or early Friday. When when the showgoers come to the show, is it easy for them to find parking? I know they got, the I think, the one parking lot, but do they just park and then they walk over to the main entrance? Like, how does some of that work, man? You talking about for spectators? Yeah, for spectators. Yeah, yeah. We have a um, little designated park spectator parking lot on the west side of the actual show. You'll see they have that, and then they have a uh, spectator parking lot in the front to the west side, and then there's also a parking garage, and the parking garage is always filled up, and then there's a parking lot behind the parking garage. So it's definitely plenty of room for, for spectator parking. And then when the spectators kind of park, what I've seen in the past, they don't have too long of a walk to get over to the turnstiles to obviously buy their tickets to come through. And then it seems like a lot of them actually kind of filter. I mean, they could go to the right, but, you know, in, in the last year, a lot of them were kind of coming right inside. They got that awesome AC building, dude. Makes for just a, a really yeah. kind of a, a great time uh, to cool off and stuff. But a lot of those guys are kind of head right inside, but then, dude, there's so much to see outside. It, it, it's really hard oh, yeah. to see everything at, at, at one of the scraping events. Yep. Yeah. When they um, when they park, yeah, they're they're very close to the actual the doors to enter the show, and um, we usually try to filter them all through the to the inside first. Um, they can see they they get to walk around in there, they see everything that's inside. Then by the time they get their way through there, and then they make it out to the uh, outside show area and they check it out for a while, but. You know, once it starts getting around that that noon sun, they tend to find their way back inside for a little while. So it's uh, it's definitely a, a show that it's kind of hard to see everything. Yeah, it definitely is. And then when you have people like American Force, right, that get behind this awesome event, they come out every year. You also have that kind of experience that they have created in their own little section too. I think that's pretty awesome. They, you know, they've got their gear for sale. And then of course they've got plenty of vehicles being demoed there. Oh yeah. Jason, Jason Sandusky and his uh, crew, they create their own little, uh, their own little city. Like you walk through it and you, you get the American Forest uh, experience. You check out all their products. You check out their, you know, their, their merchandise. You check out all their trucks they have on display and, and, and they make you feel at home. You know, they got their own DJ going on. And so it, they, 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 you know, spruce it up and make it lively for everybody over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So when does, like, pre-registration, like, how, you know, because we're, we're, give or take, we're about a month out, a little less than a month out to the show. Do you guys kind of leave the pre-reg up? Because it probably helps to make things smooth for day of and that weekend. Um, what can people expect yeah. when they go to scrapingthecoast.com? Yeah, when when they go to scrapingthecoast.com, um, they can register. We'll keep it open all the way till about the last week. It makes it easier for people to to get registered and everything. But we do shut it down about a week before, and that's only because we're we're getting on a crunch time, and it's hard for us to keep track of who is registered in the last minute. You know, we would at that point we would rather people just come and register. So. Got it. Yeah, and then when when they get registered, um, you, you know, I know you've had some things in the works in the past, but it seems like you guys really have your judging stuff really kind of down, right? I mean, you got this huge event, but the drive-through judging that you talked a little bit about last year to me 
seems like a win-win for everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, we learned that a long time ago, man. When, when the show got to a point, you know, a, a certain size, it was, it was hard for the judges to go out and look for, you know, so-and-so's car. They can't find them. They don't walk that whole place over ten times over, and they can't find it. And it's either usually because uh, the person that drove off went got went and got some lunch somewhere, and, and uh, you know, the person got tired of waiting on the judge because the judge had so many vehicles to judge. And we figured what better way to do drive-through judging. The judge doesn't have to wait on the person. And the person doesn't have to wait on the judge. You know, just like we don't want our judges out there spending, you know, their entire weekend trying to find one or two vehicles because they can't find them. We also don't want the people in the vehicles sitting there waiting on the judges. You know, they they want to go enjoy the weekend as well. And they don't want to sit there and wait an entire weekend because they're afraid if they walk off for five minutes that they might miss the judge. Oh, yeah. We figured figured drive-through judging is the best thing. You come in, you get judged. The judges are sitting in AC instead of walking around the, out in the heat of the sun. And as soon as that person gets judged, he can go park his car. He can go have all the fun he wants. He can go hang out with his friends. He can go eat. He can go watch the burnout competition. He can go do whatever he wants. Doesn't have to worry about, oh, my God, I never got judged. That's the worst thing. That's the one thing I, 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 I hear at a lot of shows is people saying, hey, I've never got judged. I've never got judged. How do I, how do I know if I got judged? Well, you know you got judges straight and toasted. You drove through it. Oh, so. yeah. And that's what Hank from Hammer and Weekend Wear likes because, you know, he wants to get he, he wants to get his uh, car judged, but then he wants to just go hit the bars and stuff, you know? So he knows when he goes right. through the Coliseum, dude, the back end there, he knows he's good to go. But what do you um, – would you think back to all the different years? I know I've asked you this in the past, but, you know, you think back to 18 shows that you've had. This is going to be the 19th as you reinforced – and you look and you see, you know, how this venue has grown. You've seen how people have came from either, you know, even further, uh, you know, and the massive undertaking that it takes, right, with your friends, families, and your colleagues and stuff. You know, what do you look back most about Scraping the Coast and, and you know, just say, like, you know, do you just say, damn, dude, like, you know, it's been hard work to get you there, but what's your mindset when you just see what a conglomerate that it's came into? Man, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, in the in the beginning, when it was when it started getting overwhelming, it was one of those things that I mean, it's so much work to, to put on an event this size. But it's one of those things that you sit back and you know after you bust your butt and you've done everything you could to put the show on, and it's so stressful, and you say, God, I don't know if I want to do this again next year. But then you you know when you sit there and you're on stage and you see all the people that you brought to the coast. And all the people that's there at your show that had a good time. And it's it's more of a pride thing that, hey, I built this, you know. These people are here because I had a vision of putting on a show and you know, I'm 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 blessed to have a show at that size. There's a lot of car shows that wish they had a show that big, you know, but I just been lucky, you know, been lucky and and uh I guess we just did the right thing to Attract all the people there. Well, and I think too, when you think back, like you know, with it being 2021, you know, you're talking right after, you know, the the rollover from '99 and the 2000 and whatnot. So to be able to be plugging away for 20 years, I think that's the thing that people sometimes 
at least what I've seen is, you know, there's some people that want to grow a show and there's other people that are okay with having a smaller show. But I think what you've done is reinforce that the hard work does pay off over all the years. And, uh, you know, even through the hurricanes, I know with some of the other shows that you've had as well under your umbrella, you know, you have hurricanes, you had these natural disasters and you have all of this. So you've been able to, you know, kind of pun intended, weather the storm through a lot of it. Yeah. Well, I know Hurricane Katrina was a turning point for Strength and Coast. Yeah, we, uh, when Hurricane Katrina came and it, it leveled the coast, we all sat back and we didn't realize whether or not we were going to be able to have a show again. Yep. We, was, we, were, we sat back and we were deciding, hey, do we have a show? Because, you know, half the hotels, I say half the hotels, most of the hotels were, were you know, gone, leveled. So we was wondering if the coast was ready for it, you know. You know, you're, you're talking about the hurricane hit in August, and here we're trying to have a show, you know, in June of the following year, and we just didn't know if the coast was ready. Oh, yeah. And it it, it, it wouldn't matter if it was ready or not, because the people, I think what it was, everybody seeing all the the, the devastation on CNN and all that, you know, because it, it was on CNN for like a year. Yeah, of all of all the level houses and all the slabs and and everything and and uh, people just wanted to come down and see that you know and that was the year that oh my god the show blew up and we uh, I don't know if we was ready for it but man it was it was a hell of a year and and ever since then the show's just taken off. Yeah, you've done a great job with it and you know I know on scraping s c r a p i n the coast dot com where you can go to pre register. You know, you even have, uh, you know, like the coastal Mississippi, like golfcoast.org. And you've had a lot of organizations that have come together over the years to, to support it. I know Budweiser, I think, for a long time did as well. But, it, you know, it's got to be a good feeling to be able to to bring so much to the community. The other thing that I think is yep. sometimes overlooked from a, a scene perspective, whether it's the Hot Rods, I know that they have, um, you know, the crews in the coast and they have these different events and stuff. But, with scraping the coast, I mean the impact, uh, the financial impact to the region with the hotels and the bars and the restaurants, dude. That that's just to me, uh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, uh, scraping the coast has a huge impact on the Gulf Coast, and and that's the reason why we do get a lot of these major sponsors to back us up. We do have the tourism, and we do have Budweiser and all that. I mean, you know, they they support us, and we appreciate their support for everything they do with for us. Yeah, that's good stuff. Now, something that I think, you know, talking about, you know, the impact to the community, but also the impact that you guys have have made over the past few years, getting behind a family, someone that might have had kind of a hiccup in life with, you know, health and things like that. Um, can you talk to us anything about what you guys are maybe thinking about doing uh, this year, or do you have anyone picked out? Yes, we have one of our judges, his name is Brad Malagary. And uh, Brad, this year, went to go get a uh, his COVID vaccine, the Johnson & Johnson shot. He felt like the only reason why he went and got that vaccine was because a friend of his died of, uh, died of COVID. Wow. So he felt obligated that he needed to go get the vaccine. And when he went and got the vaccine, in less than an hour, he had a stroke and his blood fired up on him. And he is now, he has a very, very long road ahead of him. He is out of work. I don't think he's able to talk yet. Wow. Um, he is, he, he's going back and forth to 
uh, Syracuse, and he has, like I said, he has a very long road. Um, so we are raising money this year to help him as family. Amazing, dude. And I know that you know the impact that you've made to a lot of the other families has been huge. And there's a lot of folks that will give, and there's things that you guys give and, and be able to give back. But, you know, what's the feeling like you guys have oftentimes, um, you know, every year that I can remember? But, you know, what's the feeling that you have whenever you and your team can, can kind of give back to, to someone that's of need? That's that's the best feeling there is, man. Honestly, I mean, you know, it's like when you're growing up and your kids, all, or you're, when you're a kid, your parents always tell you it's, it's better to give than to receive. And, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, yeah, yeah, right, whatever. Right, right. But but it really is. It really is good to know you can help somebody all while doing something you love. You know, so we all have fun doing these car shows. And and if, if we can raise money to help somebody and and uh, make their life a little easier, um, take a little stress off of them, and we're going to do it. Hells yeah. Well, here's a couple more things I wanted to hit on. The thing, you know, years ago, I don't know if I was officially the guy that said kind of the mini SEMA, right? Because you've heard that for a long time, but that's always been in my mind, right? This this awesome experience. And we talked about like with American Force, they're fantastic. But the other thing that I like is, you know, we talked about extensive. They've got their rig, they've got their clothing, they've got all their stuff they're doing. But then you have mm-hmm. awesome, you know, arguably two of the be- biggest, baddest names in the scene with AccuWare, and then you have someone like Vier, right, that continues to support the scene. Uh, can we expect, I've seen a couple posts, but can we expect to see those brands back out at Scraping the Coast here uh, in about a month? Yes, AccuWare is coming. They'll be set up there. So Vier still is not, they're not ready to travel with with the whole COVID thing. They're still, they're still going to hang back, but they have, they have taken very well, very good care of us and uh, supplied us with everything that we need. And uh, but they said that they'll definitely be back next year. Oh, good. Yeah, and we love Vier. You know, they do a lot, and I know that you partnered with them to give away compressors and things like that. So you know, we love seeing what you do there. But you know, to hear from Ryan and the team at AccuWare and knowing that they're getting back out there. You know, we saw them at Lone Star. Uh, you know, we obviously were out there with you. And uh, to see them supporting these big events like Lone Star and Scraping the Coast, I think, is is uh, very important. Uh, I talked to Ryan the other day. Uh, he's going to be anxious here soon to come back on OLP and, and talk about uh, some of the new products. But uh, it's it's got to be a good feeling to see, like, man, they're ramping up. And they have their uh, vendors nationwide are starting to restock stuff. So I think that's an important thing for our scene. Yeah. You know, I've always said, man, you know, that – their product, you know, I think a lot of people jumped on the bandwagon whenever they filed bankruptcy and all, but their product and their customer service has always been top notch. Mm-hmm. And when people, when they filed bankruptcy, a lot of people just, you know, started hating on them. And, and, they, and they might have had a, a reason for it, I don't know. But they've always taken good care of me. Anytime I've ever had a problem, they've always been right there, perfect, you know, top notch service, walk me through something. And never had a issue. Great company, hands down. There, I mean, I've got. I think I got four four of their kits in there right now. That's waiting to go on vehicles. So, I'm a firm believer in the product. Oh yeah, yeah, and they're a good brand. And you know, that's something that I I, I like to see in the scene is you know these companies that are successful. 
that have a lot of enthusiasts that are out there supporting their products to have you know the you know to see them come out at shows i remember a few years ago it might have been scraping eh, 2018 2019 when vire was there and you know i saw like prom- show promoters that have had some pretty successful shows over there going hey you know vire you know can you come to our show and they're you know they're like eh, we don't go to a lot of shows and things like that so you know, to be able to go out to an event and, and pay a minimal fee to get in, to spectate, and then have that experience. A lot of these vendors, they're selling parts, as you know, so you can get out there, you get right. some good deals, uh, you're saving on shipping in some cases. And uh, that's just the, that's part of that experience that I see at Scraping the Coast that just brings it all together, man. Oh, yeah. Now, I will say that even though Viare themselves, the company themselves, aren't coming out, they have Jake McKitty with Fat Fabs is there representing them. He's got all their products and all that just to sell to the people. So if, if anybody's looking for compressors or what have you, and if you can't win some at our show that, that weekend, Jake McKinney's going to have a whole bunch of them on hand for you to purchase if you need them. Hell yeah. And that's, you know, uh, with Jake and Fat Fabs coming out, you know, they always got a good spot there indoors. But it's always good to see their booth because, man, you know, no matter what people say, they put out some damn trucks, don't they, man? Oh, yeah. Now, Jake and them, they're on top of always being the first to do the newest stuff. I don't know how it is. I think I think I think they jump on some vehicles that's not even uh, uh, been brought to the public yet. They, I think Jake got inside with Ford and Chevy and everything else with the executives to send him a truck or two before he even goes out to the market. Because I mean, as soon as the truck hits the dealership, that dude's got his hands on them and he's already got them bagged and. Uh, full frames and everything else. Yeah, and it, it, to me, you know, some you know, everyone looks at it a little different. I mean, who would have thought twenty years ago? You know, there were some stuff like out in California. I knew it was like, you know, one of the sh- the dealerships that was kind of like adding some accessories and kind of customizing, static dropping. But you know, you're we're almost in a day and age where you can be like, you can call them, you can say, hey, I want a twenty twenty two Escalade or this or that or whatever it is. Yeah. And they'll just go pick it up. They go, all right, you pay for it. We'll pick it up. Here's how much you owe us. And then, bam, you know, you, you can, you know, you'll have it. So, but uh, that's one of those vendors that comes out uh, to Scraping the Coast. And um, it's just, man, such an awesome event. I, I always like looking at some of the drone footage from there. Uh, there's an old drone photo that kind of is on your Facebook that, um, or on the website rather. And, you know, you just see how many people are there and you see the Coliseum. And it just reinforces, you know, from indoors to outdoors, there's really something for everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I said, Scraping Coast has, no matter what you're into, there's something going to be there for you. Oh, yeah. And I know our friends, Buddy and Ryan, over at Graphics Mafia, we love those dudes. You know, they're good people. They're going to be out there. Like, they went there last year, and Buddy was like, damn, it's too busy. I can't even sit down, man. And I was like, yeah, that's a good thing. And he's like, yeah, it is. So, you know, it reinforces that whether you're slinging stickers, maybe some T-shirts like Ron and Hammer Weekend Wear, or you're Fat Fabs or Extensives, and you're out there slinging what they got, you can definitely find it. And then, obviously, you know, they're there to sell it. But um, uh, real quick – when people, a lot of times when we roll into town, what are, is there any one restaurant or any, you know, a couple things that you would tell someone like, hey, if you're coming to Biloxi and you got an extra day or so, or you want to go to eat, is there anything that you would recommend to them? If you're, if you're, uh, if you're in town and you don't really want to drive far off, I would highly recommend Captain Al's. Uh, it's a surf and turf restaurant. 
some friends of mine own the place, and it's it's probably the best deal you'll get. Twenty dollars, you get uh, a, a ribeye and shrimp and uh, baked potato or and a salad, and that's a pretty good place. Now, if you if you're looking for a restaurant that you will forever talk about, I would go to Jordan River Steamer. It's probably about probably about thirty five miles away from the from the uh, Coliseum, but it, it's a, it's definitely a restaurant that you will never forget. It's that they got the best crab legs. Now, just hands down the best. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, and I like to tell that you know tell people that because you know with it obviously being the weekend before the traditional American Fourth of July weekend. You know, there could be some people that are coming in town. I know when I was at, um, I forget what show it was earlier this year, I had asked you, I was like, man, what's a good restaurant? And, you know, you were like, yo, man, Jay, you got to go here. And sure enough, uh, we went there and it was it was awesome. So, you know, that was cool. But, oh, yeah. yeah, there's always good, I, I know, always good stuff. Like at Orange Beach Invasion, that was one where you had recommended some places and it was like, boom, it was fire. Uh, like the hangout's a fun place and things like that there in OBI. Mm-hmm. but. Before, I wanted to ask you briefly about Bayou Showdown, but I did want to check with you. Man, from Scraping the Coast perspective, I mean, we've covered a lot. Is there anything else that you wanted to maybe cover um, that you know people should know about the show? You know, just get there early Friday, get registered. I think the Coliseum might be allowing us to let more people on the grounds on Friday just to ease up on the traffic for the next day. So the sooner you can get registered and get judged and get that all out of your way, the better off you are. Save, save yourself a headache. Just just come out and have a good time. Hell yeah. It's going to be a, a, an amazing event. Scraping the Coast on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Instagram Scraping the Coast show, but scrapingthecoast.com. You can pre-register. You can find out more information. There's obviously, as Greg mentioned, you know, we were talking about uh, – you know, if you're a mini trucker, you've got an opportunity to win one of these badass billet awards from Billet Accessory Direct, also known as BAD. You also have the opportunity to win cash awards. There's the Feltham Awards. Uh, you know, you talked about some of the others as well, and and just top notch. But um, I wanted to ask you about Bayou Showdown. Bayou Showdown, we're about give or take, you know, five and a half, six months away ish. Anything you want to share there from a Bayou Showdown perspective, Slidell, Louisiana? Sean and I have been. Working on that, and uh, you know, last year's show, God, the numbers jumped drastically. We was not expecting a show that big last year, but it. Uh, I mean, we had like over eight hundred entries, and uh, from the feedback that we're getting this year, I'm I'm thinking we're going to have a much bigger show that this year. Same as always on that show too. I mean, you want to get there as early as you can because. God, last year that line was miles and miles long, but we got them in there as fast as we possibly could, and, and uh, that's always a that's always a good show too because it's at the end of the year, it's in the fall, and you know, nice cool weather, and it's it's more of a laid back show, hang out, have a good time, and and uh, you know, eat you some good Cajun food while you're down there, and have a good time. Oh yeah, and that's always the weekend in my mind. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving, typically. Yep. So uh, that's what people should expect this year with Bayou Showdown in Slidell, Louisiana, right? Yep, November 20th and 21st. Excellent. Yeah, it's a killer show. I know uh, there's a good mix of low riders, mini trucks, full-size trucks, and, I mean, they come from all over for that one. So uh, we're excited to to be out there and uh, to represent. But, 
man, Greg, dude, uh, I know, you know, to your awesome family and your daughter, I know she's got a lot going on. She's, she's got something big coming up later this year, I heard. <laughs> yeah, she's getting married. Oh, boy, man. I heard you got a shotgun already ready for it. <laughs> uh, no, he's a good kid, man. Oh, I know. We like him. We like him. And uh, now, a shotgun might be for her because she, she's been going way over her budget on her wedding. Right, right, and, yeah. Uh, you know, you could scare him a little bit with a shotgun, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but, yeah, she, uh, her and her mama has been having fun spending my money. So, But, you know, she, uh, she's my only daughter, so I guess she'll get what she wants. <laughs> well, make sure she doesn't listen to that because, you know, she's going to be like, hey, you know, I want that new 2022. <laughs> no, but that's good. She already knows. Yeah, well, th- then you could say, "Hey, well, that you know, you got a new husband, so you know he can he can pony up." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that thing that, that don't seem to work. I told her that from the get go that uh, you're not his responsibility, and that still don't look it ain't it ain't jiving too well. Oh yeah, no, that's cool, man. Well, congratulations. Um, I know you got just a lot going on this year, but you're you're always laser focused with the shows, including scraping the coast, and we're certainly excited about it and. Um, we, I did want to mention too to everyone, uh, we'll be doing a live stream with Street Trucks. So, streettrucksmag.com, you can find more information out about some of these live streams, including uh, Scraping the Coast, one of the biggest, baddest shows in the country. We'll be out there, we'll be doing live streaming, uh, a lot of coverage on Friday, Saturday. Don't, not sure if it's going to air real time or if they'll do it Saturday afternoon or Sunday, but uh, keep it locked to Street Trucks, Facebook, and YouTube channels. And we'll be bringing more. But, Greg, dude, it's always a pleasure, my friend. And uh, we're certainly excited to keep the pedal stomped as we get up to uh, Biloxi in about a month. Always good talking to you, buddy. We appreciate everything you do for us. You got it. It's Scraping the Coast hashtag. Follow that hashtag on Instagram today. That way you won't miss a post from OLP and all of the other photographers out there. ODB, you guys have a great weekend. We at you.